anybody buy anything? <laughs> Dan didn't. Dan didn't buy anything, right? I bought nothing. There was nothing for me. Dan angrily did not buy anything. I I put a bunch of stuff in my cart and then removed it. That's how I, angry I was. I thought you'd at least buy a lightning to USB C adapter. <laughs> I thought that would be your <laughs> that joke was made. <laughs> was made i am made for shocked. dan made for me i am shocked about that i gotta say it I, does seem weird right i mean it seems it seems a little weird yeah yeah i i was surprised because i thought you know they're they're revamping the imac the imac is one of the few if not only that like that comes with peripherals i think for the studio and the mini you have to buy them separately maybe the mac pro also like they're like, oh, you're buying yeah. a six thousand dollars computer. With we'll, we'll give you a keyboard. <laughs> you're lucky to get a power cable with the mini. <laughs> um, and so I was like, well, surely, surely, my Apple contact, surely, surely, <laughs> they will, they will refresh you say, the. You the... say to her, you say, surely, and she says, "What's up, Stretch?" I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just type in "What's up, Stretch" as a title. That's a reference um, to a thing that happened before we were recording, as far as I can tell. But sure. <laughs> gold uh if you listen to the live stream you get all of that yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, so you can get our jokes. <laughs> um, I, I i've thought about it a yeah. bit and i don't think it's crazy i think it's lame that they didn't update uh, you're thinking you're not supposed to either. i think it's i think it's weak that they didn't um update these peripherals but i don't think it's crazy because i'm assuming they you know have plenty <laughs> they don't want to suddenly I think that's what it is not get rid of I the stock a, yeah right and yeah. they'd have to redesign the mouse Right, like they're not going to release a new version of the mouse with the USB-C <laughs> port where the Lightning port is. They're not going to do that. There's no chance. I think, I think and I think they're not ready. So great if they did that. So I mean, the fascinating part about it is that like, so those are from October 2015. So they got slight redesigns with the colors to match the M1 iMac in 2021. But there's the same device, right? They're just yeah. outwardly changed, right? So 2015, October 2015. So it's been eight years since they have redesigned those. And part of me always worries a little bit that Apple's like, "That's it, we nailed it. Never need to change these again." And they're like, "Really? <laughs> did did you nail it?" Um, because I, I mean, well, yeah, I don't know. At I'm, some point, I am at some surprised. point they will do it. I assume so. I mean, they're not going to just be like, you know what? USB-C is great for everything else, but we really feel like Lightning provides the best experience for our Mac peripherals. <laughs> I really think the touch bar is going to come to the new trackpad one day. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I think, there, I think the Magic Trackpad does... There is possibility there for doing something interesting, whether it's that, something like that or something like a Touch ID integration there. Um, but I, yeah, I don't think that they're in any hurry. I mean, desktop sales are a small chunk of Mac sales. Yeah. So, you know, and a lot of people, I think the difficulty is a lot of people do use third-party keyboards, right? Especially, you know, the the markets for like minis and studios and Mac Pros, I think a lot of those people tend to be people who buy their own keyboards because they want like a mechanical clicky keyboard or they have a special keyboard or, you know, they just, they feel very strongly about keyboards. So small market, I guess. Yeah. Other so takeaways? No. So the answer is me? no. Nobody, no, yes. no one's buying. Nobody bought anything. <laughs> Uh, no, I certainly um, didn't. I, I had to watch the event late because I wasn't uh, available for it. I watched it on YouTube at uh, 2X and it was very understandable. It still felt to me like that one, th the main nerd segment uh, was long, especially given this what, wasn't a WWDC event. Yeah, when they went deep on the chips, that felt long for what was ostensibly a consumer-facing event. 
Yeah, but it's also the it's the main event here, really, in the sense that it is the thing that is laying out the platform for the next year, basically. So they want to explain what's so compelling about these new chips, right? Because they can come out and say, we got a new MacBook uh, and a new iMac, but like, if the main thing that changed them is the chips, you better explain why the chips are so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just imagine we, we it more with the number. It's one more than yeah. the old chip. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't uh, know. Yeah, I mean, that that... I don't know. I didn't understand it. I still don't understand it completely. <laughs> but the uh, the dynamic caching explanation, um, yeah, I, I was, saw I, was interesting. Um, and, Jason had a good bit on it from you know yeah. he was briefed on it. But the, essentially, the idea that it can dynamically, rather than having software decide like, hey, I need this much RAM, right, and then not use it or either exceed or fall short basically mm-hmm. depending on because it's like it's like setting a budget right you well, set yeah. a budget. so i made the joke about setting the the ram allocation in the finder in the uh in the about box <laughs> the about box um, yeah but it's it's almost analogous right it's kind because, of it's not wrong because it's yeah, yeah because <laughs> programs would 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 be assigned you know a certain amount of of ram when they started and they up poorly. and then that was either yeah. that was either <laughs> perfect or it was too much or too little and now it can be assigned dynamically as the programs are running right Right, and I think that the strong point about it is that it doesn't require any developer inter- interaction. Yeah. Essentially, like right. all the stuff, just it, the system just handles it, which seems smart. And like it's one of those ideas that you look back at now and you're like, "Wait, computers didn't always do that? Like, yeah, <laughs> why yeah. wouldn't you just dynamically I, I think, figure out?" Right, yeah, right. I think I thought that they did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, our our technical inexpertise is showing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sooner the, than I, usual. I mean, yeah, right. I, I thought that um, you know. All those Macs look good. I'd, I'd like to own them all. I'm sticking with my M2 Air for the moment, but uh, I'm in no rush. But yeah, I mean, th- those are good Macs. It's it's a nice lineup of Macs. I think, I think the hardest thing in some ways with the Apple Silicon era is that they're, they don't seem to like obsolete themselves as fast as the Intel era does. So like, you know, use, speaking of someone using an M1 yeah. era, like... Yep. Same. It works pretty great. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't complain, and I don't know at what point that will finally start to it, feel like, uh, you know, it's not. It's not quite good enough. Or that was the most do. interesting thing to me in Apple's messaging was that they continually said throughout that presentation, you know, this will be especially meaningful upgrade if you're coming from an Intel Mac. Like this. This to me mm-hmm. was their push to say, hey, if you're still using one of our Intel things, now is the time. Like get rid of that because this is so much better. It didn't feel like they were talking to M1 and M2 Mac owners. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I mean, because they showed the except performance for the, games, except for the smallish. fact that they were constantly comparing the speed improvements well, but, to the M1. I think because they, that the M1 is kind of the baseline now, right? And right. I think you need to. It is the. Uh, I'm going to say it because we don't. There's no other way to say it idiomatically. It's the apples to apples comparison, right? Mm. Like it is the we have Apple, our Apple Silicon chip, and here's how much better it is. And like they they got a lot of mileage out of the here's how the Apple like M1 compared to Intel Max because that jump was so big. But at a certain point, it also starts to feel like beating a dead horse when you're like, we're now 6,000 times faster than your fastest right. Intel. I, I think yeah. there's, it's, it's an interesting mix of wanting to show you how fast these are and not wanting to say, oh, and our old ones were pretty shitty, <laughs> like, which they weren't, but in <laughs> they retrospect, weren't. They, they, weren't. they still aren't. Well, and so that's, I think that is an interesting thing, though, because like Dan and I both have the M1 Air and I am thinking maybe I would upgrade when the M3 Airs come out and probably next summer, but... I, I I don't know that I need to, and I mean, thing, where it's, where it's, I used yeah. to like try and squeeze in like you know get three years out of a out of a laptop 
I might go four. Uh, we'll see. I've got longer. Than, I honestly, I've gone longer than than that too. I mean, I part of well, it was I, yeah. waiting I mean, for I that Apple Silicon for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> part of it was waiting for the Apple Silicon transition. Right, we knew it was coming. And mm-hmm. so I kept stretching life out of the older MacBook Air because I'm like, well, I'm not going to buy an Intel one right before they switch to Apple Silicon. But then it didn't happen for a while. So it got very old and slow. But I, I, it's hard for me to imagine that the M3 Air, I'm sure it will be faster. But will I notice that? Like, will I get to the point? I mean, often the way that happens is they upgrade, they update macOS and it starts to feel sluggish or there's some new feature that doesn't run as well or doesn't run at all. But they have yet to do that in most cases. I think there's right. some is there's a, there's a lot of features that require an Apple Silicon chip. I'm not sure if there are ones that require the newer chip yet. What like what it becomes ones. for me is like I was because I was thinking about this uh, when I watched the video. Like, what what is my computer? When is my computer the slowness in the operation? <laughs> um, and like certainly, I never feel like things are lagging. Right? Like, oh, I've got too many things open, so it's not working well. Like that's never a problem in 2023 on my M2 mm-hmm. Mac. Um, would logic export faster? Probably. Maybe logic yeah. would even open faster. But like that's it. And I'm I'm exporting most of the time a five minute podcast or a four minute song. It's fine. Um, but uh, I that's I, I think you're both right, which I hate saying. But um, there's there's so and I, and honestly, I, I felt like like I said, like Apple was leaning on this. Like the, it's not an every year upgrade or an every two year upgrade for a Mac, right? That you get some time. And I think they're trying to say that both as like, look what a great value this computer is that you're buying, and also like, hey, we're thinking even more about the environment. We're making these computers last a long time for you. That was that was my and read. The, the challenge for that, I think, becomes how do you like what do you what do you do to convince people to upgrade eventually, mm-hmm. right? If it's not just this computer is faster, like. What else is there to different do? Different shades I mean, that's, of gray. I'm honestly curious. Yeah, brand new. If so you invent, you invent brand new shades of gray is what you do. I mean, there are a lot of, of shades of gray. <laughs> More is there than a lighter 50. shade of gray? Um, <laughs> silver? Is not, is not <laughs> silver a shade of gray? There's the new hazy shade uh, of winter, Mac. I'm going to get that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I laughed. <laughs> I, I, I may have known some of the... the ahead of time that the space black color was coming and uh i laughed pretty hard when they started talking up like we're giving it a new amazing color i'm like there are yeah. gonna be so many mad nerds in about 30 <laughs> seconds <laughs> well i guess they <laughs> they do have some new coding that will make it slightly less fingerprinty <sighs> it's so, not it's not a that. thing i worry about but sure yeah well i mean yeah. you know if i was gonna i don't think <clears throat> i think i would not get the black for that particular reason having seen <laughs> some of the pictures of the old one um mm. whereas i might get the new one but that's um, why you got to cover them in stickers man yeah well i have a lot of stickers <laughs> yeah there you heard that wait are you, I mean, lex are you a, we've talked about this i can't remember you're you're I, starting to be a sticker guy is that yeah is that right? yeah i mean yeah. my mac is is pretty sticker adorned to this one i also i don't even know what color it is like i can't tell apple's computer <laughs> it's gray name lex. it's gray it's gray <laughs> yeah it is it is a shade of gray um and uh i got one two three four i have about seven stickers on there wow Mine is space gray, but it's a good point, Lex. I, I think about, I had to think about it, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't actually, remember what good, the lighter color is. I guess it's space. Yeah. I guess mine's I'm space just, gray. It's I'm trying to see if like, the Mac reports the color somewhere. I can't. I can't um, picture the silver without looking at this. Like, like what I is think, silver? I had if it's to start thinking about. I had to start thinking about my old Intel MacBook Air. I was like, oh yeah, I guess that was lighter. Yeah. Um. I. 
Petition to make Apple stop naming its colors space whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know. That silly. that that ship feels as it's though not it's a sailed. Thing. Not In space, thing. no one can uh, see it, your colors. I think that's right. Uh, not your true colors. Anyway, it doesn't look like it comes up in system report as to whether. No, what color I, I, I'm still googling to try to figure out what yeah, color. There, I there's have. a field. There is actually a field in system report, and it goes, "Are you an idiot? <laughs> you can't tell what color this is." I don't know. You just look color, at the. You damn might be thing. colorblind. What if you were just like blind to grays? What if you just saw one kind of gray? Oh, I don't see. Yeah, gray. I don't see. I mean, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, it always feels good to get one in over Lex. It's just, you know, rarely it's rare, so I'll take it. Well, it's, um, honestly, it's it's painful in two ways. One, I didn't get to do it, and two, I guess it was obvious. So now I'm mad at myself twice. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, surely because Dan, if Dan did it, it must be obvious. Yeah, yeah exactly. dig there. Um, <laughs> there were a couple other interesting things that were kind of minor in this event. One, the so the 13 inch MacBook Pro dead. Um, so the last Touch Bar Mac is gone, and that weird like it occupied that weird space at the bottom of the lineup. Um, so there's a new base model 14 inch uh, that has the M3, the the vanilla M3. And comes in at fifteen hundred bucks, I think, which is three. Vanilla M three also just sounds like a rapper name. I'm just saying, I like that. <laughs> no, like, not a great rapper though. No, <laughs> like a mediocre ones. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not as good as either chocolate M three or strawberry M three. Mm. Um, so, but what's weird about it is like it's basically kind. It's kind of like they took the M the old. Uh, MacBook Pro, the 13 inch, and then just updated it, but stuffed it in a 14 inch chassis <laughs> because it's got the same limitations. Where it's like it has fewer ports, right. they're not Thunderbolt 4 ports, it can't support as many external displays, and you know it's just not quite as nice. But it does have the the better display and stuff like that. So it's it's not a bad update. It's and it's a modern machine as opposed to the the one that was basically just a holdover from the old MacBook Air. Uh, MacBook Pro, whatever. So, I mean, it's interesting. But also, the M3 Pro chip is a little bit different than in the previous versions. Rather than having the 12-core model previously had eight performance cores and four high-efficiency cores, or, yeah, four efficiency cores, and they've now split it down the middle, so it's six of each, which is intriguing, because <laughs> I don't think a lot of people out there were like, oh, I need more of the... Uh, perform- performance efficiency course more efficiency course I think maybe it was the other <laughs> way around eight performance and four efficiency but just think of how efficient I'll be uh, it supports less it has a slower memory bandwidth too so like all of this suggests to me that they're sort of trying to figure out how does this chip fit in between the one that's like this is the base level chip and it's probably fine for most people and this is the max chip and it's like for people who really want like if you are very concerned about your workflow, like your video or audio, whatever processing you're doing, you're probably going to get like, I want like the better chip that I can buy, you know, in this, in this package. So who chooses the middle chip, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, honestly, I think the middle in part exists because there's people, I don't know, maybe like you guys, certainly like me, like where my instinct is always, let me get the most powerful Mac that I can buy that I can afford. And then you're like, well, right. I don't want to pay those prices. So let me go to the <laughs> middle yeah, one. Never that's, mind. That's what it is. It's the price conscious. I mean, yeah, I have yeah. an M2 Pro for that reason. Yeah. But I, 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 I went with the Air for that reason. Um, yeah. No, so, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I was, and 
I'm I'm mostly I'm fine with it, and every once in a while I get mad that it's an error, not a pro, mostly because of port quantity. Um, like but I unplug lighter, it less than right? I'd like to. I it like, is lighter, like but I don't care. I don't take it anywhere. No, I can't. I do like I. I would buy if they made another like eleven or twelve inch model that was super light. I would probably buy that. I would be okay. I don't understand how off. you folks work on your tiny screens. I can't handle it. I I, I think I broke myself by using a giant monitor, and now like whenever I unplug my laptop, I'm like, what is this thing? It's I can't do it. I broke myself. I've just spent so much time bouncing back and forth that like yeah, the 13 inch obviously smaller than the 27 inch like on my mm. dis- like desktop, but it's. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That math eight, checks out. 13. Yeah. Less than half, really, uh, if you want to get technical. It's a lot of numbers. But I don't know. It's just different different contexts. There's, well, like, there's of, weird RAM configurations, too. Sorry. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, please. Like, I knew what you were about to do. But. Six? No, I wasn't going to RAM anything. Go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that it's not that I mi- like I go for the obvious ones. It's just like I, I look at a lot of jokes and discard them. <laughs> We've noticed. Um, the- <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they don't go, like they don't necessarily jump, you know, they don't double necessarily in their... They're not all powers of two. They're all, right. all powers of two. Although, well, yeah. And they, they, why yeah. does Apple lean heavily on this? Why do we call it unified memory now as opposed to RAM? Is that to tell you it's never going to be, be anymore? It's, it's to... <laughs> well, it's, it's, so it's you part of the chip. Right. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's in the package, basically. I, I, right. I think it does. Yeah, it does two things, right? It, it I think it tells you that you don't think you don't think you're going to be snapping chips into this later, um, but it also lets you know that you don't have to. You know, like if you're the kind of person that knows this kind of thing, you don't have to worry about the difference between RAM and video RAM. Yeah. Right. I mean, video RAM is no longer a thing, basically, yeah. on Apple Silicon yeah. chips. Graphics, um, RAM, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, VRAM. Uh, I mean, if, yeah. If, I, if I were buying or building a Mac today and to figure out which one to get, I think I would likely get a less powerful chip and more, more unified memory, if you will. That's, that's me. I don't know what you guys would decide. I think that's what I did. Yeah. I'm trying to remember now which one I ended up with for the Mac Mini, but I think I, yeah, I maxed out. It, was 30, it goes up 32 gigs, and I got 32 gigs, and I got a fewer cores, I believe. <laughs> the F3 that's Max fine. just cracks me up. <laughs> 3200 the the m3 max laptop just the 14 inch just cracks me up starting at 3200 dollars. like th- that is I, I i think that we have nailed it as to why there is that mid-tier <laughs> so you don't have to get the base model and don't yeah. have to like sell a kidney <laughs> and configurable to 128 gigabytes of memory m3 max with 16 core cpu those aren't even the like the the huge bananas ones right like that yeah. i mean yeah. we haven't seen the m3 ultra yet um, which I assume will probably show up sometime next year in the studio in the Mac Pro, but right. that's going to be wild. And we'll see if they come up with that. There was supposed to be that even higher end chip that they had rumored at one point. It was like two ultras. Um, <laughs> like I think they they rumored, it was rumored to be the M the M two Extreme or whatever in the. Oh, Mac they were going to call it the M M&M, I think. Uh, also a great rapper name. Yes, <laughs> a better rapper name anyway. A better rapper name. We can agree. Uh, well, speaking of great names, this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Electric. Taking a small... Nope. <laughs> I can read English. Turning a small <laughs> business into an empire takes work, and you have to keep your ear to the ground for things that will help you take it to the next level. 
But that can be hard when your intention is pulled in different directions, because that's the reality of being a boss. The team over at Electric knows small businesses, maybe like yours, face these challenges. That's why they're on hand to help with time-consuming parts of your business, like standardized standardized device security with best-in-class device management software, so you can implement best practices across the board and be ready to scale, and employee onboarding and offboarding done for you, saving you an average of eight hours per request. Plus, Electric will help you keep a single point of visibility into your IT environment to control your devices, networks, and applications, while simplified reporting allows you to achieve and maintain compliance. And proactive IT recommendations and automated workflows make IT easy to manage for even non-technical users. And if you're hearing this and you think your company could use some of these services, but you're not sure where to start, Electric's experts will guide you through the process of establishing standardized IT processes for your organization. Look, I mean, it's important to delegate rather than just be like, I'm going to do everything myself. You're running a small business. It's hard to run a small business, as Lex and John and I all know. Mm. Sometimes I wish I had somebody I could point to my website and be like, hey, can you just take care of that? But I have to do it myself (laughs) Uh, or fix all my computer problems myself. And you know what? I have better things to be doing with my time, and there's things that I am better at. So if I can give that to somebody else and delegate and have them take care of it, I think that is a fantastic thing. Uh, you're not wrong. So it sounds like and you, you and people like you and like me and like Lex should uh, go and check out Electric right now. That's right. And for the Rebound listeners, Electric is offering a free pair of Beats Solo 3 headphones for taking a qualified meeting. Just go what? to electric.ai slash rebound. That's electric.ai slash rebound. Go there now to get your free pair of Beats Solo 3 headphones today for scheduling a meeting. Our thanks to Electric for their support of this show. And now back to the show. <laughs> Already in progress. Good to be back. Oh man. Yeah, we, so we have not Discord. talked about like the um, the detail, like the, the the more meta event things. Oh, did Meta have an event too? <laughs> I, so thought event you you iPhone, I thought you said you didn't. I thought you said you didn't do some of these jokes. <laughs> oh, I know, but I do some of them. <laughs> um. So uh, so they didn't really they. Would you, would you say they leaned into the Halloween thing? I guess so. I would say they I leaned they in they at like it, a they three percent incline. They made it a little incline. spooky. Tim Tim did say good evening. He didn't. I think he could have gone a little further. Evening. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of wish he had. I wanted him to say good evening. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. But um, what I noted were, you know, they didn't they didn't uh, put a hat on it, but they would use some language sometimes that was playing on the theme. They used both monstrous and monster, <laughs> and uh, I, they, they said something I, was scary fast. I honestly laughed at Johnny Srugis. Welcome to my lab. <laughs> I I don't know. I I just it hit me cute. in the right place. That was very it was cute. funny. Yeah. And did they paint that place, or was that just a I special? Maybe, like, uh, I assume special effects. It I assume like special, special effects as well. But it was like it was like I I didn't notice it at first, and then I was like, wait, those tables are usually like you know Apple Store tables, right? They took them all out. They put in new tables. Yeah. They- <laughs> Someone was like, "Do you know we can do this all with special effects? Yeah, and right, no, no, right. practical effects. We don't use any CGI. <laughs> we'll do it dead." See what I did there? There was oh, and there was uh, apparently there was a pirate. I didn't see it, but the, someone was pointing. I out saw there was the a pirate, pirate flag. There was. Uh, I actually on. saw that when uh when we were when it was airing. Okay, but apparently there was a cat somewhere too. That one I did I missed. Oh. <laughs> like well, yeah, That's cute. I don't know. I think it's cute. I love it. I thought they could but, have yeah, done like know. an occasional sound effect right like as you transition from one well, to yeah. the other just a scream Towards of terror the, in the at, background at the end when when tim was standing there there was there was i was l- listening to him talking and i was like there are crickets in the background there are probably oh, not crickets that's just foley, <laughs> that's just foley. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of enjoyed it. I mean, I, I think part of the... Here's my, my theory is this is an event that is very low stakes for them, right? It's just a couple Macs. Yeah. It's not like the iPhone event or WWDC. So they can afford to kind of fuck around and feel like, hey, let's try something. Let's do something that's different. I think they also wanted to do it before, uh, you know, the end of October and before earnings. And, and before they were limited shopping. in terms of when it was going to be. And it's like, well, we're not going to hold it on Halloween, but could we do it like in close proximity to Halloween? Like they did some watch parties, I think, with influencers in various cities and send out like like swag bags, essentially, with snacks and stuff. Like, I think they lean pretty heavily into it. And I think it was a smart move because we've gotten very used to these super slickly produced Apple events that we've seen basically since 2020, right? When it's like when they started doing videos, right? Rather than live events. And I think they want to still, I think they want to keep their game on, right? And they want to feel like we're trying different stuff and we are not just getting complacent in like, let's just do the same style of thing that we've done all the way through. And I think that's good. I think it's good for them to remain a little bit hungry even i just if they don't are get why nighttime. Super well i don't get what the benefit of nighttime to them was i don't mind it i just i just don't think i understand like why couldn't they do all those same things on the same day but happen to do it in the morning because <laughs> nothing spookier than 1 p.m in the middle yeah. of bright yeah, but I, I don't think they went hard enough on spooky for it to count like i don't know you don't think like the know. mist and the darkness and yeah, everything? I, think, I don't know. I think I think they, yeah. I think they, yeah. yeah. they could have gone further on honestly but, agree. uh yep. i think i think they they definitely integrated it into the presentation and and it worked pretty well and you know and if they had gone further we probably would be complaining about how far they went <laughs> yeah i mean we've seen them I mean, when they know, go too we hard. complained a bit about that that skit that they performed the last sure. time so maybe yeah. best to to play it a little bit close to the best that's fair yeah. i'll take it yeah you guys why, and and why not why not try it i guess is my point like if it doesn't work they can afford to write it off and be like, all right, that didn't really catch and we'll do something different next time. So yeah, why not? There are a mere 15 rebound prime listener questions this week, <laughs> which Holy shit. is a lot. So if you're curious about rebound prime, that's of course where you get to listen live as we record, write things in discord that distract us, uh, hear how badly I screw up the ad reads on the first try. Plus you get bonus <laughs> episodes, uh, the bootlegs and the ability to submit questions that we answer right now. Um, ifix.cz had a couple questions. A few episodes back, we talked about F-117. That brought some memories of hours of Cold War missions spent quietly flying that thing. What would your game, what would be your game you spent the most time on? You could pick one for your childhood, college, university, etc. I like that Yit started that question as though they were flying Cold War missions. Yeah, really. Yeah. Fix. Ifix.cz. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Yes, starting like they. I, I got very confused until they mentioned yes. the game at the end. I was like, "Yes, I'm just quietly flying my Cold War bombing missions." The game um, I've spent the most time playing is either Super Mario World um, or Madden. <laughs> um, those those are games I absolutely spent the most time on. If I think back to like games I played a lot when I was younger, um, the Escape Velocity series on my Mac, I played a ton yeah. of that, um, and. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking like SimCity or something. I don't, you know yeah, what I loved? I played, um, played a lot of I mean, SimCity. Maybe because of the, you know, the mentioned specifically planes, but I played a bunch of Microsoft Flight Simulator back on my classic you know, Mac OS version years and years ago. And I would just design planes. You could build and design planes. I would just spend all my time making these like planes that looked 
increasingly weird and seeing what happened if i changed the wingspan and all that and most of them would not fly at all which is why i'm not an aerospace engineer now but it was super <laughs> he was fun drummed to try out after that around. as a matter of fact like, uh i think these wings are too shut up just fly it make it i want to see it fly um yeah uh over time i think the thing that i played the most probably is tetris i mean that was one of the first things that i played when i got a mac and hank and i still play tetris on the switch all the time so definitely tetris over all the years but um you know gosh i still i still go back and play myth from time to time and one of the reasons why i have all these old (laughs) computers sitting around is so that i can and i know it's been updated but yeah, it sounds like a real missed opportunity. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, okay. We have more questions for my fix. Uh, you supposedly listen to podcasts on your iPhone. Do you ever have issues with pausing and playing back? I have a feeling that the last time it worked was iPhone 4. Nowadays, just about anything can derail the iOS, so I never know what the phone will continue playing. Sometimes I even have to take the phone out of my pocket and go to podcasts to continue. Uh, I haven't had any audio playback issues on my iPhone. I don't use the Apple Podcast app. I use Overcast, but you guys use the Apple Podcast app. Yeah. Uh, does it stop playing? I think I've noticed that, but I don't get that many calls. <laughs> so, and certainly um, doesn't stop if I'm doing just like doing something else on the phone. Um, like I do have problems sometimes when I'm trying to start an episode and it feels like it struggles to like, it takes a second to start playback sometimes um which i'm always surprised about and then i had one i think i texted you about this lex i had one for a while where it was like stuttering when i tried to play back your daily lex and only your daily lex uh and i didn't that was a little strange you know what you did um apple was censoring you clearly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i do have one weird i have one weird podcast related bug where um it tries to do that thing where it comes up with like uh smart suggestions so you'll notice i'm playing an episode of a show and like when i pull down the search it'll suggest like resume this episode in podcast app and that has never worked for me if it, it is like a shortcuts related thing but it throws an error every single time and has for version like many ios versions different phones etc uh that has always been broken for me which is a bummer because oftentimes it's right it's like oh yeah i would love to resume that episode it's like fuck you you can't do that it's like, okay i guess i'll go to the podcast app and do it <laughs> Damn. Um, Dance would you watch the spooky event? Fuck this you. is this is iFix's final question. Would you watch uh, the spooky event if it had started at 1 a.m. in your time zone? Asking for a friend's <laughs> wife. I've done it once for a Scrubs rewatch live episode with video, and it was a blast. You should do one. We should do a oh, like we should watch it live, or we at should is that what the suggestion is watch Scrubs live. But yeah, I think <laughs> would you watch an Apple event if it was at 1 a.m. in your time? Uh, no, I would go to say I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. I can't I think stay it, up that if I late could, anymore. Yeah, I mean, I could just watch it first thing when I got up. It's almost the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Same. I'm up at like 6 a.m. usually, so yeah. that's what's the difference. If the advantage yeah. is like when, you get to know the thing yeah. first, but then immediately go to sleep. So what? <laughs> just wait till you're awake yeah. and then know it. Yeah. I mean, it was a little different. Like you know, when they used to have the East Coast used to get screwed on the um, pre-orders for phones, uh, and you had to wake up at like three o'clock in the morning if you wanted to pre-order your phone or something. Like I didn't like doing that, but I did it. But that's because there was a tangible, like, I actually did, you did get it, like, often weeks before other people. But I much prefer now when it's 8 a.m. That makes my life way easier. <laughs> oh, I prefer Sorry, sorry John. <laughs> um, Mr. E-Man, 
asks, have you considered having Guy and James on the show with you three and rebranding it as Rebound Force Quit 5 for a 12-episode run? This is <laughs> a reference to the, uh, <laughs> uh, the the Strike Force 5 podcast with the five uh, late-night hosts. Five. <sighs> uh, no, we haven't considered it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they come on for anniversary and episodes. We pro- and we probably won't. Yeah. Yeah, I will say uh, we're only, what? Uh, we're close 15? to 500, right? We're close to 500. Oh, uh, well, no, we're farther away. We're about six months away, I think, from 500. We just, so, I, I don't um, think we could do 12 episodes in a row with five people. It's chaos. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think any of us want to edit that either. <laughs> and multiple can, can, can I do some, yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, can I do some follow up on <laughs> Please. something that we talked about already? Um, this, yeah. I'm cribbing this from Syracuse in a select. Um, so it's really his answer to this question. Um, the reason. <laughs> Why isn't he on this show? Well, so many reasons. The uh, that the RAM configurations are a little bizarre is because the M3 has two RAM chips, the M3 Pro and Max. Middle the middle two have three RAM chips each, so then you get those weird combinations in there. And then the 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 16 core has four RAM chips. Hmm. So. But they're not distinct. I mean, they're, I guess they're chips, but they're built into the right. process. Yeah, We're giving yeah. Out RAM so, chips yeah, they're, just, they're putting more. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Only about seventy questions. Wait, 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 wait. Please, wait, wait, one, one thing before. Quick. All right, let's just bring John Syracuse on. Before already, we get back to questions, we forgot to mention that this whole thing was shot on an iPhone, and they also uh, released a um, like a behind the scenes thing. Um, showing how they did it. So the behind the scenes thing think, was a little funny to me because it was like, look at all this professional grade equipment. Ex- I think it ties into the experimental part of this thing, and maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like they were they were trying a whole bunch of new stuff. We're going to try it at a different time. We're going to try shooting it on an iPhone, and and we're going to make it shorter and all this other stuff. And so it was. I think the conciseness allowed them to do more things than that they wanted to try out perhaps i do want to say i appreciate that they went for like degree of difficulty like it's one thing if they had shot with the iphones i feel like in the middle of the day but shooting at night meant like Mm -hmm. we gotta we gotta light the hell out of this right because it's like they're decent at low light performance but i think you know video in low light would be very tricky and they showed they have gigantic i mean the rest of their gear is all very professional like professional lighting gigs dollies all that stuff so it's not like they're you know it's not like there's jim from marketing is holding an iphone 15 pro max in front of tim you know hey jim does good work he's pretty good but he's not a professional cinematographer as a as you a like behind your scenes apple events this... to look slightly better than my home videos of my kid as as a behind that's the scenes weird of, of this podcast this. itself isn't that, isn't that weird alex Yes, uh, I think no, that we might want behind to... the scenes of this. I don't podcast. even know if you guys can fucking hear me. I'm just talking. I can. I can but we just... <laughs> you're, you're, it feels like you're a little laggy. I don't. We know. got a lot of things to I... say. Yeah. Well, no. I think I'm wondering if we should go back to if we should do what Jason does with you. I think Dan and like Zoom, like like route the audio from a Zoom conversation next time we do this live. Just because I, I feel like we keep cross talking more. Yes, on I, Discord. Agree. I agree. Um, because I did already talk about that. It was shot on iPhone and Moltz never heard it. Uh, so. oh, I never heard <laughs> it either. <laughs> yeah, I did not. Um, I was also probably reading something at the same time. 
Listener Josh poses this query. Do you feel called out by Vitici, who on the last episode of Connected said that any Halloween costume that isn't scary shouldn't be allowed? For three reasons, no. One, he's entitled to his opinion. Two, he definitely didn't listen to the rebound where I talked about dressing as Steve Jobs. <laughs> and uh, three, he's wrong. So I don't feel called out. I just yeah. feel like he's wrong. I, I share that the, the exact same opinion. Do they even really do Halloween in Italy? Whoa, is that <laughs> calling him out? <laughs> I eat Italian food on Halloween every year. Does that count? Um, I don't know. I think they probably just sit around sipping lattes and we make lamb stew for some reason. I'm not sure how we got into that, but that sounds good. Yeah, it is good. I think that's why we do it. Mm. It's a good like it's it's cold, right? You like a nice hearty dish to come in to warm up. That's cold here. I like it. Same. All right, we have about ten questions and ten minutes (laughs) to do them. So here we go. Okay, Okay. lightning round. If you could send in questions to your favorite podcasts like Weekend, thanks, Mir, which podcast would get questions from you on a regular basis? And then I think somebody suggested in the Discord chat that I would choose Judge John Hodgman. I do send in questions to that show, so yes. Um, I don't know. It's fun to hear people who you like answer stuff, so I'd probably send in to yeah. Smartless. I like those guys. I would probably I really send it into uh, the, uh, what's the BBC one that I listen to. Uh, oh, the, history, the one that you fall asleep to. In our time. Um, and... Mm. Uh, ask them to do certain topics perhaps and not do oh, other I would, ones that I find boring. <laughs> uh, I would probably send stuff into actually really like the uh, marketplace does a podcast called make me smart, which I enjoy and does take questions. I just haven't sent anything in, but I can send questions. I'm just lazy. Maybe I'd send it a clockwise. Uh, I once sent in a question to a podcast <laughs> that was later canceled by Spotify, but uh, I made people draw oh, pictures because- of Dan Morin. Uh, so that was, that was fun on that podcast. Um, Direct of the Edmund Fitzgerald says, were Apple's announcements spooky enough for you? Too spooky or somewhat spooky? I think not spooky enough. Uh, I'll go with somewhat spooky. Is that, that was one of the, it was definitely yeah. not too spooky. So it's too spooky, somewhat spooky, and not spooky enough? Are there three? It was no, actually spooky, they spooky were spooky enough. enough. Too spooky, somewhat okay. spooky. And I chose a non-existent option. I think, option, I think watching it, I was, I was thinking somewhat spooky, but I think it was, in retrospect, I think it was spooky enough. Okay. Because I do believe that people would be complaining about it if it was if it was any more spooky. <laughs> they could have had a pumpkin in the background while Tim was talking. Um, Josh asks Dan. Dan, has your kid discovered the crazy world of YouTube kids channels? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> my kid has not been allowed to watch most videos. Very rare exceptions. Recently, I was watching him, and he was having a rough day, and getting a little fussy and so i put on because he loves this we have a coaster with a green line trolley on it from the subway system here and he loves the trains so i found a video of somebody who had just spent like 10 minutes recording the trains like basically leaving and coming into stations <laughs> and he was glued to it <laughs> so there you go wholesome content right there i felt really worried about ads coming on though so i can see why yeah. everybody does like pony up for the youtube premium because i am now super paranoid about that yeah we um we did not let our our oldest use screens until uh the age of two and while we had that policy my sisters were like you'll never keep that up for your next two kids so i thank my sisters because of course i did just to screw with them so none of my kids got to use <laughs> devices or watch anything with screens until they were two that was the did you do nothing like at all or like just no regular screen time just or... nothing they, they didn't like get to watch shows until they were two and then at two they could watch a half an hour a day and then at three they could watch an hour a day the yeah, only we, the only I, thing that I, Hank... again go ahead Oh, I was just going to say, like, th- that was, like, yeah, I've showed my kid a couple videos 
oftentimes when we're trying to like trim his fingernails, <laughs> like you'll put yeah. on like a Sesame Street video or something, because yeah. otherwise not happening. Yeah. Hank used to watch something when I was making dinner. I would be home by myself, Karen would be at work, and I would get home and, and make dinner. And it was like, there was no way I was going to be able to wrangle him and make dinner at the same time. And so that to be was clear, only... I have no judgment. I don't, I think yeah, there's yeah, yeah, no yeah, problem yeah, no, with like, screens. I, mean, I just was, like yeah, it as until, like a... until two, and then, you know, and then he watched everything yeah. for the rest of his life. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I will say, I will say that YouTube was the bane of our existence for a long time. And we had constant battles over, like, you know, we would restrict YouTube time. We would have to end up just basically restricting everything because you can download YouTube. They make sure you can download it on everything. You can put it on the Switch. You can put it on a DS. <laughs> there's like, I was <laughs> like, like, well, you can play with the DS for a while. There's no YouTube on that. And then I find out he's downloaded YouTube on his DS. I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. For a long time, away. I would that say. That had to go away as well. I would say that my kids didn't watch YouTube. Like, that wasn't a thing for them. And then I learned that Liam got very into YouTube. Uh, he would, like, there's an older iMac, an Intel iMac in uh, uh, the playroom. And he does Minecraft on there and plays chess online there. And I learned, now it's probably about a year ago, but he would go to a YouTube video like, how to do this thing in Minecraft, and then leave that on in the background to listen to while he played Minecraft full screen, and then just let it keep auto playing. So he would watch like 200 videos <laughs> over the course of like a couple hours of playing Minecraft because it would just keep auto playing these short videos over and over again. I'm like, what the hell are you? Even? He's like, oh, it's just noise. So that's like what he does instead of podcasts, I guess, is listen to YouTube videos. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> Uh, Holger wants to know, expanding on listener me here's question about asking questions for your favorite podcasts, what would those questions be? They would definitely be <laughs> meta self-referential questions. <laughs> That's what they would be. I don't have a good answer on this one. Uh, I don't know. I would try to find... I, I always feel like super... Like I need to come up with a clever question. Like it needs to be an interesting, good question. Like with, same thing whenever I go to a panel at like a conference or something and they want questions or like an author signing something like that it's like i'm only asking a question if i like legit have a really what i think is question that i'm interested to hear the answer to yeah there uh so Not if i was to, like, call, if questions. i was calling in calling in i don't think they let you call in to uh, bbc <laughs> to, uh, in our time but uh there is a there is a, a true story um about a woman who was a sort of a sword she was a not sort of she was a i was gonna say sort of a swashbuckler but she was a sword fighter um in the 1700s i want to say 16 1700s and um was noted for being a high society person as well and also for for being gay and um i would love to learn more about her <laughs> and other than i read the wikipedia entry but i'm sure there's probably more sources about her life and i think that would be a fascinating topic for them to discuss hmm. All right, keep going. Is black really a color? Asks John Parkinson. No, it is, move on. It is the lack of color. <laughs> Kelly F says, and ask this question in parentheses, so I don't know if I'm supposed to pronounce it differently. That was not. me. I was, that was the revision. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. So I take it back. How do you plan slash manage your tech? I opted for Ultra and brought 34 inch on sale, anticipating that I'll add another monitor before I need to change out the Ultra. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't really manage. I mean, I try to keep my. I try to keep stuff for a long time. I try not to, I try to resist the, like it's shiny and new and I need it. Uh, and so I tend to use stuff for many years. Yeah. Until I it use really it until is it just becomes, it becomes not usable anymore. Really. Basically. Right. Or there's something so compelling about like a new feature sure. that yeah. I need to like, feel like I need to get it usually for like work related stuff where it's like, Oh, this is going to be a big thing. It's going to change a lot of stuff that I do. And I need to be able to have access to this so I can, 
write and talk about it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to write and talk about it now the same way because um, these two guys carry all the weight on the podcast and I'm just here for the <laughs> sharp insights. But oh, yeah, and I, I do what now? Good looks. Good looks I of really, the show. I do think that I hold on to devices longer than people might even expect that i do um but like i have my i've I've owned two ipads pro but i still have no plans to update either one of those um my kids have some like really old ipad minis i'm i i I, this is the first mac that i've bought in some time because i kept having work issued macs i guess technically it's a work issued mac uh thanks lex freeman consulting um but i i really do try to wait until i feel like i am hindered by what i have like it is going too slowly or it can't keep up with modern things like it's not just ooh, there's a newer shinier thing it's like this it, with the exception obviously being iphones i do the iphone trading program and if there were a mac trading program i'd probably do that hmm. it's yeah, fun that's an interesting question things. as to why there isn't it's an interesting question giant pain in the ass to move everything to the yes. new mac is why <laughs> um yeah, maybe Jason asks, we just have four questions left. Uh, any experience using an external <laughs> SSD as a boot drive in an older Mac that tops out at Monterey? Trying, thinking of trying this to get some more life out of this machine. Moltz, I feel like only you would know this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't, actually. I have not tried, I have not tried that. I, I, the, well, the few times that I have tried it in living memory, I mean, I used to do it all the time when, it was, <laughs> when FireWire was a thing, um, but I, I have found it too slow to be tolerable in the past in the recent past but i can't remember which which models i've tried it on so don't have i'd recommend i'd recommend you try asking dan frakes on mastodon because if anybody knows mm-hmm. he would know it's dan and he frakes. is yep. uh df at hackaderm.io um uh dan josh wants to know are you as mad as the hulk right now that apple didn't upgrade <laughs> the peripherals at this point it just seems petty the world's largest company doesn't have doesn't have enough engineers to upgrade ports on two devices. I guess we can't answer that until we know how angry is the Hulk that Apple didn't update the peripherals. You would not oh, like Bruce Dan Banner Lewis. is very upset. The Hulk is very upset. Yeah, and as as John said, you wouldn't you wouldn't like it when he's angry about USB C peripherals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Hulk smash. Hulk confused by cables. Why some charge not fast enough? So Why others cables. not have full data speed? Uh, <laughs> ZM Knox says, Lex, how do you feel about Dan not wanting to go to New Jersey? This relates to a TV hit that Dan did on CNBC today. Believe I clarified and said that Lex is the only reason I will go to New Jersey and have been to New Jersey several times just to see Lex. I appreciate that. And honestly, I think New Jersey gets a bad rap and I think that we encourage it in New Jersey. Um, I think that New Jersey is high among states in having placed its airport in just the shittiest part. So I think that people who land here are like, wow, what a shithole. When in fact, I live in an area I'm really proud to live in of New Jersey. It's beautiful. There's a lot of cool stuff there. So... I, I feel honored that Dan wants to come to New Jersey for me. And honestly, I can't fault anybody for not being like, let me go to New Jersey to tour the sites of New Jersey. Like, it's fine. If you don't want to see the Edison Museum or where two New York football teams play, then why come? I get it. Also, I will let me be clear. This was largely in context to, do you want to come down to our studio in New Jersey to do a TV hit that was three minutes long? Yeah, not like, that's very far from my house. No. <laughs> and finally, listener ZM Knox asks, what candy are you giving out for Halloween? That's a good question. We it's bought a really Costco expensive this year. The candy yeah, we I bought don't a Costco variety eat. pack. Yeah, we yeah, have, we have a variety yeah. pack. We have we have like so, we have so many bags of candy right now. We have um the and many of them are 
basically the bags that we like that we are probably not going to give any out of. And then we also have like like two two variety packs. So I will throw a couple. We only bought one pack, and it's really hit or miss for us. Like some years we'll be like out of candy by eight o'clock, and some years we will have like half a bag left, and it's really hard to tell. Um, so we bought some with some candy that my wife likes, some candy I like, and then, you know, I'll, I'll reserve a couple, you know, I'll sock away a couple small pieces or something to have, because we got like peppermint patties, which are one of my favorites, and Kit Kats, which are great. Yeah. Um, but I don't do a lot of candies with like nuts in it. We so. get oh very God, few trick-or-treaters eating... after eight o'clock. So mm. many Heath bars this year. So many Heath bars. <laughs> my ours had a hundred grand, which I had, I had one the other night and I was like, I haven't had these in years. It's good. I like a hundred grand. Um, but we, uh, we, we also get a mix. My, my, Lauren really likes to get, you know, like your traditional candy bar of some varieties. And then she gets nut free things too. So there's two bowls because mm. that's, oh, that's who my wife is. That's probably uh, a good by the idea. Way, I don't think we've, we've never done that, but if you're into, uh, if you like chocolate a lot, definitely don't watch this week's last, last week tonight where John Oliver breaks down why you <laughs> chocolate is orange. Damn. <laughs> not watching that. <laughs> Everything good in life. It's bad. an anti-pick. <laughs> Happy Halloween, you guys. Happy, Happy Halloween, Halloween, spooky! Ooh, chain rattle. <laughs>